Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Guitar Nerds is sponsored by Music Nomad, our favorite guitar maintenance tool manufacturing masters. You should check them out on musicnomadcare.com or on social media with at musicnomadcare. Hello and welcome to the Guitar Nerds Podcast, the world's number one guitar podcast. I am your host, Joe Brenton, joined this week by Matt Knight. Good evening, good afternoon. Good, good evening, good, good afternoon, good day. Welcome, uh, welcome, Matt. It's uh, this is the 13th episode, unlucky for some, 13th episode in season three uh, of the all Guitar the threes. Podcast. Yeah, exactly, all the threes. Not quite all of them, but, you know, a, a good... A, a large a portion of, of the threes. Yes, exactly, exactly. Threes. Now I kind of want the best things this. come in threes, Joe. The that, best that things is, come in threes. Just, just remember that. Uh, I will, I will bear that in mind. I will bear that in mind. Um, this, I, I want to say at the start of this podcast, Matt, that we are, uh, we're going to have to do, we're going to do some live auction bidding. Uh, Indeed, on, uh, on on this podcast. Um, in eleven minutes and forty-five seconds, as I speak, you're going to be—you're uh, going to be bidding on a—I don't know what this pedal is—a fo- a Fox Rocks Captain Coconut Two. You said it's something you've looked at, been looking for. Yeah, I've never the- heard of it. I don't know what this is. Yeah, so Fox Rocks. I think Fox Rocks are a company we've spoke about before um like a us based company they make um a bunch of great fuzz pedals they've been around for quite some time actually um jhs pedals did a, a video even a couple of years ago being like why fox rocks are legendary so i don't know the exact amount of time um but one thing that people may remember them for or may know them for is their octron uh which is their sort of oct- o- analog octave pedal so you've got uh, up octave, down octave, and a sub octave, so kind of like OC2 vibes. But you've got three buttons, so a button for each octave. Um, oh, that is, which is very cool. I do like they the also sound did, um, yeah, they also do guitar pedals, fuzz pedals, where you could change the cards. Um, so they had like Ooh. I think whether they still do them, the Zim Drive, I think it was, or there was um. Yeah, some fuzz pedals where you could you could put like a different card in it changed the uh, the flavour. Um, but this one, the Captain Coconut, uh, they don't make it 
anymore. I don't even know how long they made it for or whether it was limited or what. Um, but effectively, it is Jimi Hendrix in a box, if you want to call it that. Um, so you basically have an Octava uh, or Octavia, should I say, so volume and drive. You have their Fuzzfoot Silicon Fuzz, so volume, grit, and fuzz and then you have their pro vibe which is their univibe um and basically you can run them all in series but what is very cool is that you have an individual output for each pedal oh i like so it. you could actually change the order if you wanted you could route them in different orders or Obviously, if you're running it on a pedal board, perhaps you may decide to insert some other pedals. Like maybe you want a drive after the octave or a boost in between or maybe an EQ. Now, obviously, you couldn't use the buttons on the pedal to switch in those. It just allows you to route the three pedals on there in their own uh, order or, you know, in, as part of a bigger signal chain. That's very um, clever. And I've never seen one for sale in the UK. <laughs> Right, right. Um, there's been one on Reverb for ages um, that, um, in my opinion, was far too much, far, far too much. I mean, this is uh, a lot of money anyway, as as it stands. It is. We, you know, I'm sure if anyone wants to go and look at the listing, they can. And I, I, I have. Uh, you always have to keep a limit in mind with these things. It's three hundred and forty-three um, pounds where we sit now. Eight minutes and forty seconds left on the clock. Sixteen bids in. Mm. So I guess, you know, what are the, I, I guess you can buy the pedals individually if you really wanted to. Um, <laughs> that would be the same. Is, are, are you the highest bidder, Matt, or are you I yet am not. To, no, ooh, Joe. So you're you, yet nev to you, never, you never bid until three seconds out. Don't, 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 right. put, don't lay your cards on the table. Uh, technically, um, I don't think, I think they make, yeah, the, the only thing they still make... No, they don't make any of those anymore. So they're all all of the pedals oh my in there goodness. are discontinued. So it, oh, so it is. It's all about this one. Rare in the UK, discontinued now. Oh, this is these are all the ingredients for a pedal being sold for more than it's worth. <laughs> yes, and uh who knows where we'll uh where we'll end up. Are you but... going to get are you going to get carried away? Do you have a do you have a, a, a price no. in mind that you won't go above? Uh yes. Um but um you always have to, you know, give take yourself with a pinch of salt, I think. As you right. will well know, Joe, that when it comes to, uh, you know, you get carried away. You get, I get carried you away. I can't stand to lose. I take it as a personal slight. And then I just want to <laughs> bid however much just to spite the other person. Indeed. Um, so uh, we'll see. We'll see. But we'll see. Um, since, you know... I guess to uh, to give the listener a little bit of insight into what's maybe coming later in the year, we're thinking about finally doing the uh, great pedal board build off, oh, yes. and uh, I'm thinking Matt this might be an job. excellent addition. Oh, you might uh, fit this onto your board. Uh, maybe, good. maybe. I mean, they are three of my favourite effects. Um, I, the, boards, I actually... the boards we've got aren't that big. We've got Alder and Ash custom Alder and Ash boards each. Um, that you know, we won't we won't tell the listener what what we've done with the customizations of them, but they're they're not the biggest boards, so you've got to be very careful with what you choose. Mm, indeed. So um, I guess we'll uh, we will see we will see. But yeah, it's, I, I was already starting to have a think about it. I was going through my um, 
my pedal leftovers, should we say. <laughs> um, and I sort of like pulling stuff out and I'm like, oh yeah, you just forget you sort of have that, like kicking at the bottom of a, a drawer. And um, God, it made me realise once I get a bit more space, I can't remember who I saw that did this. I think it was um, the guitarist Josh Smith. He had like, you know, when you go to a mechanics and they have those amazing, um, what's the brand snap-on do those amazing like slide drawers for like oh, yeah. mechanics tools had one of them but every drawer was like just pedals and i'm like that's what i want because <laughs> at the moment they're in boxes you've got stuff at the bottom you can't see mm-hmm. like everything in slide drawers i'm like that's the dream that's, you know that's, that's where you're going that, next year that is i have the one dream. of those uh, i have one of those ikea um calax units uh, you know, the ones, it's just lots of squares um, mm. and it's a big rectangle of squares. So you've got, I don't know how many, like maybe four up, maybe five across, six across. Mm. Something like I don't know. It's big. And I've got that and that's full of pedals. Yeah. So, it's so um, it's not good though. It's not an effective way of doing it. No. And I, yeah, I kind of, um, I like having everything out on show in some ways, but then I'm like, Oh, I know just, you do. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> then it's not all plugged in. It's like, I wish there was a way you could just have it all plugged in all of the time maybe you um, could do something like you know the boss walls that you used to get at guitar shops yeah uh, yeah just have it all all plumbed in all yeah, of the time everything on a wall always all plumbed in i'm 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 up for that i think that's a great idea literally no signal at the end of it so weak where it's just traveled <laughs> through so much um yeah. <clears throat> but um it's one of those it's one of those things now isn't it Very, I, I, in some ways, I find it very strange. I mean, people have collected guitar pedals for decades. But I mean, even when, when we were at GAC, you know, 10 years ago. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. You know, not that many people had that many pedals. And I just think the overwhelming choice at really good prices 
you know yeah. i just think there's a lot of impulse and What's kind of just going oh i'll take one of those i'll play with it for a bit and oh it's you know it wasn't much money so i don't really need to sell it and that's, you it, know. that's it i mean i was even looking at like gear for music's own you know their home company pedals mm. they, they've actually put like some decent artwork on them now they're in <clears throat> oh excuse me they're in they're in like proper normal pedal chassis now. They've got mm. names and fun art. Like now that they've done that, it's like yeah, these pedals are gonna sound fine. You know, they're not gonna, they're, you know, they're they're not reinventing the wheel, but they're all fine pedals. Now that they actually look good as well, it's like, well, why wouldn't you spend sort of twenty five thirty quid on these things? Yeah, yeah, I think. Um... Well, I'm sure there's a, uh, <laughs> I'm sure there's always the debate of uh, the inf- overall environmental hit of, of someone oh, yeah. <laughs> making something for twenty pounds. Yes, I mean, it's yes, always sir, depressing yes. when you go to Amazon and you can buy something and get it delivered next day for a fiver or whatever it might be. Yeah, yeah, exactly. um, but I just think the overwhelming choice, and even at the top end, you know, um, today I was having a chat with someone and we were looking at, you know, various delay pedals and stuff, and even at, like the 400 pound mark and i know we spoke about this before but i remember when we had that pigtronics pedal the first pigtronics pedal and it was like 199 and we were yeah. like that's expensive, expensive. Pedal. Yeah. and it's like it sat there for ages do you know what i mean and then now it's like yeah i mean the most expensive delay pedal you can buy well commercially pounds. you know i mean well pedals i mean like 450 500 euros you know there's just a delay i mean you can actually buy the echo fix tape echo and they're like 1900 you know 1900 quid so it's, yeah. it is amazing i mean even the fact that there was that um that drive pedal we did when i was at Anthons for a while which was like the joe bonamassa uh, one oh, which yes, was like yes, five which was about 599 um yeah. you know and it's, it is it is amazing but then the quality and everything backs it up yeah it's 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 just a different it's just a different uh marketplace now that it used to be and certainly yeah as long as there's people willing to pay those prices and people are because pedals are awesome and they're fun we are we are matt we're down to the last one minute and 30 seconds oh, i know now 363 pounds 17 bids oh, it's, uh... it's coming to crunch time now Isotope and Native Instruments have teamed up to create the start-to-finish bundle that home recording guitar nerds have been waiting for. Plus, you, dear listener, get an extra 10% off with guitar nerds by using discount code NERDS10 at the checkout on isotope.com. From the creative spark to the final touch, their new bundles include pretty much everything you could possibly need, which is great because it's far too easy to sink hundreds of pounds and a big chunk of your time into just picking up random plugins. The music production suite 4.1 and Complete 13 bundle contains over 30 intelligent mixing, mastering and repair plugins, 65 premium instruments, 20 plus expansions and over 35,000 sounds. And if that's a bit basic for you, they've also bundled Music Production Suite 4.1 with Complete 13 Ultimate, which gives you everything that makes Complete 13 incredible, plus a colossal library of added synths, sampled instruments and effects. 115 plus premium instruments and effects, 39 native instruments expansions and over 65,000 sounds. It sounds like a lot. It is. It's very good, very comprehensive. 
and as we've come to expect from Isotope, it's very good value. If you're looking to get into home recording, I cannot recommend it more highly. And if you're already into home recording, it, it really is the one-stop shop for making what you do sound better. This podcast is entirely treated and produced using Isotope plugins, and Native Instruments have been responsible for almost every synth or sample you've heard on our guitar nerds jingles. Check out their great new bundles on isotope.com or follow links in the description of this podcast and use discount code NERDS10 at the checkout for 10% off anything in the Isotope arsenal. It's the thing is, you can never see, yeah, private listing. You can't see who's bid. It's like someone, you can, you can look at the numbers and you can clearly see where people's people's have put their their limits in. Right, um, yeah. But sometimes I always take the risk. I'm like, if I just, you know, just wait for the last 10 seconds and then it's like, if you put your max in at that point, then if you miss it, you miss it in some ways. Whereas yeah. if you like, leave it to a minute, you're like, oh, I just, I could, I could just be, it could just be a pound. It could just be that one pound. <laughs> yeah, well, um, you're, 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 uh, you're down to your last 60 seconds now. So it's all to play oh, for. Oh, it's all Will to play for. It'll just, and it'll be the most anticlimactic, depressing um, <laughs> part of this podcast. Be like, and you, you didn't lost. get it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but we've got to fill dead air, Joe. That's the, that's the thing. We've got to fill. We've You're got to fill down. Yeah, we're dead counting air. down the last 45 seconds until Matt wins this. Uh, Peter, well, it's good. We, you know, we're going to see what happens, obviously, in the next 30 seconds. And then you and I can talk about other drive pedals as well, because I think both of us have been picking stuff up recently, I looking have. for new things. Um, you're searching for something as well. So we, we're definitely going to um, talk about... Yeah, I, I guess, you know, part of this pedal board build and various things and pedal board space. Um yeah. And, and yeah, I, I kind of go through phases on eBay going, oh, you know, maybe I should look at this or maybe I should take something like that. Um, 10 so seconds, we... Matthew. 10 seconds. Oh, Here it oh. is. Five uh, seconds. 423 pounds it's on. Three seconds. Oh. 435. One second. And I didn't win. <laughs> oh, Matt. I'm so sorry for you. Um, so it went for four hundred and thirty-five pounds. I'd say chunk. I would say that was worth it. You missed it, really. Don't really? don't give up. Uh, I will give up. Um, <laughs> that is the only one I've seen in uh, yeah in I would say about five years. So oh, um, oh Matt, I'm so sorry. If I search, search Captain Coconut on on eBay, I now get. A Captain Morgan Coconut Rum Loco Nut LED Lighted Bottle Glorifier Display Stand. Well, there's um, never been a better way to drown your sorrows. <laughs> yeah, or some Captain Kombucha drink. Or a book called Captain Coconut and the Case of the Missing Bananas. Um, all of which, I'm sure, will fill the hole of um, that <laughs> particular product. Oh, but Joe, I let's talk so. about drive pedals then. Let's talk let's about... It. Let's do it, because I think, yeah, because uh, what's what's going on with you then? Have you have you bought any other... No, I... you just shopping for drive? I am... So I think we spoke about when I, I just recently finished... I think we spoke about it last week a little bit. Just finished the, the big pedal board and yeah. was using the Roadrunner overdrive from Echo Line, sort of loving it's it. just so good. It is just so good. And I already got a couple of fuzzes. And I was like, what I want is that really, uh, and I'm going to use all the buzzwords here, that kind of like thick, chewy, kind of high gain, almost like that big kind of plexi type thing. Right. And I was right. like, 
I've got the perfect pedal for that. It sounds great. Marshall Governor. Only problem is too big. <laughs> so I've only basically got a space the size of a boss pedal oh, on, no. on the pedal board. So, um, well, oh, I, I, I will say that the dry bell, the engine has a great plexi pedal, but it's, it's, it's bigger than a boss footprint. Well, on a side note, and maybe we'll come to this after we've spoke about my drive pedal hunt and yours, um, is I might take the deluxe memory man off the pedal board because it's just, it's, it's a, it's a, a it's a 50, 50 pedal, Joe. It's a 50, 50 pedal. 50% of the time. Great. 50% of the time. Not so great. Um, and it takes up a huge amount of space. So maybe I will free up a little bit more space. Um, but you know what I tried? I hadn't plugged in for ages. And this is going to sound like a real plug, but I swear, plugged in lots of things. Uh, JB2, Angry Driver. You know, that Angry Charlie sort of Marshall thing. And then obviously being able to like hit the front end with the BD2 that's in there as well. I was like, yes, yeah, it's, it's great. And the fact that, you know, using an, an ESA, you could remotely switch between BD2 or jb2 Can you know you? it's yeah yeah because it's got a it's got a remote in oh, um, i was gonna say it's not midi but no it's just got an analog in. very clever it's I like just it. an analog remote in so i was thinking oh you know that and then you've kind of got the bd2 and you've got the the jb2 vibe um so something like that but one pedal the other pedal that i tried that i always like and it's just that kind of that sort of like thick fuzzy sound that's almost like a wall of sound type thing uh proco rat so um i've got a tate effects modded proco rat um which sounds really really good um so i was thinking maybe the rat would be something maybe that's something i'm i'm missing um it's a great sound but then you know always miss my op amp big muff i mean it's just massive obviously um on, on a pedal board but also sounds really good sounds really really good um so i don't know i'm sort of in that sort of rat territory maybe um yeah maybe something like the marshall governor maybe i might even be able to get the marshall governor on there if i if i shift a few few things around but i've got the low gain side it's it's just the high gain side that i'm uh I'm trying to fix right now. I see. I see. Well, yeah, lots of lots of options. Obviously, you've already got the Tate Effects one, and Tate Effects make great sounding, you know, drive pedals. The the Antares for for me, thanks to that clean blend, is is just a perfect drive pedal for sort of aggressive mm. mid pushed bass guitar, as well as being like a a really you know a fantastic guitar pedal. But I'm sure the the modded Rat is excellent. You could you could look at a company like Fuzz Rocious. Me and Blake spent quite a lot of time talking about Fuzz Rocious pedals uh, a few weeks ago, and he was on the podcast because of course they do the the Cat King their version of the, yeah. uh, the Rat, which with you know three separate foot switches. I don't know why there are three separate foot switches. Well, yeah, because we've um, obviously we've had. Uh ryan on the podcast many years ago now actually we should probably uh we should probably catch up with him at some point um because well, obviously it's, it's, he he also co-designed a couple of mxr pedals didn't he yeah that's right ryan. Yeah. i can't remember which ones now but yeah he definitely did a couple 
welcome back to One Hot Minute, the segment where each week I take a minute of your podcast listing time to demo a piece of gear that I'm excited about. This week I'm checking out the brand new Quequeg 2 sub-generator octave pedal from KMA Audio Machines. The Quequeg 2 is a wonderfully innovative, um, which I think is tricky to do for an analogue octave pedal. I love the way the controls work, just one simple great big mix knob bang in the middle of the pedal. All you have to do is decide how much of the octave signal you want to blend with your clean tone so it's great for just adding a touch of thickening beneath your sound or diming it and turning your bass or guitar into a full-on synth the only other control is a switch that pops you between one octave down two octaves down or a blend of both they've gone into extra detail and made the led change colors depending on what setting you're on which is excellent for a gigging situation now in this sound clip i'm using the octaver on a short scale bass with the mix set just under halfway so it's perfect for a mellow synthy bass tone that keeps all the organicness of my clean signal and just the right amount of dubby synthiness Loads of fun and a proper old school tones in an easy to use format. Now, back to the podcast. Um, I have a feeling it's something like the MXR bass distortion. Yes, I think you might be right. Because because he's a bass player first. I I seem to remember that was the case. And I actually think... Uh, don't quote me on this, I, but I I think the MXR bass distortion, I think the bit that he designed is based on a, a rat-style distortion, but, mm. but geared for bass. Right. Um, but, yeah, he, he makes some fantastic stuff. It's funny, yeah, you, you know, you say about uh, hooking up with him. I, I actually did. I had a... Um, oh. A bit of a chat with him after after me and Blake had spent so much time talking on the podcast, and I... I made a purchase i made a purchase i got his little fella have you seen the um have you seen the <laughs> so have to be careful uh, how <laughs> wait, we go wait, about wait. that no yes yeah, sorry i didn't i didn't grab i did i i, I have bought a pedal that, that he makes called yeah the little fella i have seen it so um that's the one with the little uh little spider on the front if i remember that's right yeah that's little, right yeah. i remember right um i'm just trying to oh yeah i'm trying to find it now and that's the one in the kind of smaller enclosures because a lot of their pedals are in the bigger enclosure yeah. and that's the uh well they call it an overdrive distortion and fuzz yeah um 
extremely versatile, which is great for me. Like you can run it at nine or eighteen. It's very sculptable, so and you can toggle uh, like a gated mode, so you can get that. You can get that kind of edge of breakup sound, but you can also go into absolute thick, full, ridiculous mm. drive, which is really nice. I like the idea that obviously I need two to get the different styles out of it, but I like that if I'm if I prefer some of my other drives for that, you know, just edge of breakup style thing, then this could still be a fantastic full on thick high gain mm. drive. Indeed. Yeah. And um, interestingly, actually, one thing I, I was considering was taking the Deluxe Memory Man off the, uh, you mentioned their sort of edge of breakup, taking the Deluxe Memory Man off and putting the RE202 on there, which has got the saturation control. So the preamp saturation. Ah. And actually can having you just that, leave that on all the time, then you can leave that on all the time. You can have it running whether the pedal's on or off. You can actually have the preamp on all the time, which is quite a cool little, uh, quite a cool little feature. Um, so, um, yeah, but I, I know what you mean. You kind of want something that's just there, a little bit of, little bit of break up in the background, um, you know, and you can stack other stuff on top of it. Uh, I think that's what I always look for when I, when I sort of have drive pedals. I'm always like, what two? Maybe not on the fuzz side, but on the drive side, I'm like, what two things could stack together quite well? I see. Hmm. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm also considering um, the. We spoke about this briefly a few months ago, maybe last year now. But the Revival Drive Compact uh, from Origin FX. Um, I, I think yes, I really, this, really yeah. rate those. The, yeah, they're fantastic. They're extremely expensive. Um, you've got to be really into that sort of thing. I think they're such a... They're not the sort of thing you take a punt on. No, no. Although, funny enough, it's just reminded me that one of the pedals that sat next to me that I've dug back out of the box um, for a little bit is the uh, Revival Trem, which obviously is based on the kind of uh, that kind of tweed classic sort of like Fender tweed black um, sort of black panel style amps. I'm like, actually, that's really good because it's not a fuzz, it's not an overdrive necessarily, but it's got that kind of really responsive gain structure. You know, it's really dynamic. If you play really hard, it kind of gives a little bit more. You know, it's really good with the volume control. Um, so I don't know. So many choices. So many choices. I mean, a, a, another choice that was uh, suggested to me the other day. I can't remember. I think it was. I think it might have been JD that that suggested it to me actually. But one pot. Do you know one pot? One um, pot. You can, uh, yeah. If you uh, and dear listener, you should do this well. Check them out on Instagram. One pot Mexico. Um, well, one one pot Mexican recipes. One, 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 <laughs> pot. <laughs> one That's pot. what I'm getting at the moment. <laughs> yeah. One pot Mexico on Instagram. Um, absolutely stunningly, gorgeously pre presented, um, often wood side panels, lovely, big, industrial-looking controls, um, and a huge, a huge range of, of sort of short-run custom pedals um, with some great names, like a bass distortion called the Bass Stardo. Uh, which I was. A, a, a fan, yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like yeah. it. And there's a there's there's lovely there's things like uh, they did the um, they did the Sicario, uh, which includes uh, 
it includes a switch, which I think is like the, a gain stage switch. So it's just, it's a massive toggle. But you know how on like nuclear weapons, you have the red mm. or plastic protection thing over the top that you have to like flick up and then you can click the button. It has yes. one of those on it, which is extraordinarily cool. Um, yeah, it looks like they're making attenuator as well. Their attenuator looks uh, looks quite cool. Um, so yeah, they nice little brand. Definitely worth yeah checking out. Literally, one pop Mexico is the is the handle, which I find hilarious. <laughs> um, but yeah, well, I, again, you know, I guess, I guess it comes back to what we were saying a minute ago about just lots of pedals and lots of people having lots of pedals. It's just the ability that for people to go out there and and make stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's just, it's easier and there's more resource online. And, you know, I guess guys like Brian Wampler and that sort of stuff have always, you know, certainly at the forefront of helping people out with schematics and builders and all that sort of stuff, you know. And really this whole community of pedal creators, big or small, um, yeah. Yeah. being able to, to make stuff and for people to kind of uh, lust over, I guess. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But uh, I, I, I did, in fact, purchase a drive pedal. I'm not just talking about drive pedals that I've thought about purchasing. I did actually get one uh, last week. Um, I got myself a way huge pork loin. Oh, yeah. So it's my first ever way huge pedal. I think, I think, I, I avoided them. I think because that, uh, I think they had a few too many pedals that just sounded like penis names and I'm not really into that in my in my pedal brands but um <laughs> but JD had recommended the 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 he he uses the pork and pickle for the fuzz side but he was saying the drive side's actually fantastic as well and it has that all important for bass players clean blend so you can maintain your fundamentals and I mm. realized that the pork and pickle is is of is just the the swollen pickle and the pork loin all in in one pedal so um, I uh, managed to find myself a, a pork loin. It went for, you know, a very, they, you know, they go for like, I think I paid 120, 150, something like that. Mm. Not not like a, a, a big chunk of money. And they are, they are gorgeously presented, very well built and uh, just simple overdrive tone, volume. You've got a curve control, which is, kind of changes you know it's the it's the mids essentially it's changing where that's whether it's cut or boosted and a, a nice little clean blend on there as well i found it to be an absolutely fantastic sort of thick can be quite you know uh transparent and low gain just a, a really gorgeous sounding perfect for bass but sounds great for guitar um really fattens up uh because i like my cleans to be quite I guess quite thin and quite chimey and mm. made a really a great completely alternative sound on a pedal board when used with a guitar really thick and fat and warm really lovely on a, a neck humbucker or something like that but couldn't recommend them enough way huge pork loin Guitar Nerds are sponsored by Reverend Guitars, and we're pretty happy about that. If you're a regular listener to the podcast, you'll know that we've been big fans of Reverend for years now, and we're continually impressed by the constant stream of new guitars and basses they bring to the table. 
The things that stand out to me is their signature range. Reverend have a roster of really interesting top-notch players who all seem to bring something completely unique to their signature model. None more so than the legend Greg Cock, now on his second guitar, the Gristle 90, following the Gristle Master. The Gristle 90 is a beautiful, tasteful blend of a classic T-style guitar with Firebird-esque aesthetic and a pair of wildly articulate P90s courtesy of Fishman and their Fluence series of pickups. It's a versatile, modern instrument with gorgeous alternate dimension classic looks, great colour options and quality buildsmanship. Check it out and the entire range at reverendguitars.com. Yeah, interestingly, um, again, you know, I know you you sort of said it there, a brand that I've sort of also passed over, um, I think. And I, I don't, I think I've, I've had the way huge Super Puss, which is a fantastic uh analog delay really really good analog delay and i know lots of people uh the aquapus <coughs> again is something that um a lot of people really kind of go yeah that's a really solid analog delay interestingly they don't make the pork loin anymore mm. um no so they have the green rhino uh which i think is their kind of tube screamery type thing um the swollen pickle which i think is their kind of Big Muff style fuzz. They've got the Echo Puss and the Super Puss. The Super Lead, which is their kind of Marshall. The Russian Pickle. Uh, Blue Hippo Chorus, which is their kind of CE2 style chorus. Aquapus. Uh, this is these are all in the what they call the smalls range now, so they're right, in small right. boxes. Have they got rid of the fat sandwich as well? Because that was I think that so. That yeah. was my other main consideration for between the two because it also I saw some bass demos of the Fat Sandwich and that also sounded fantastic. It just didn't have a clean blend. So it's like when you hear the bass on its own, I'm sure it sounds great. I have no idea if all the low end is being cut out when you're listening right. through speakers. Yeah, no. But they go for nothing. Like I sort of, because I sort of, you know, ended up following a few and even got sent offers by some of the people, but I'd already bought the pork loin. The Fat Sandwich, I think I saw a couple of them go for 100 quid. It was like, this is a better pedal than 100 pounds, mm. you know? Absolutely. You are like, interestingly, obviously they make the conspiracy theory, which is their clon style thing. Uh, and then now they have the pork and pickle in the in the smalls range. So one foot switch, I and see, then you've got yes. a clean blend and a clean tone, and then you can have overdrive or fuzz. And then they make, yeah, the green rhino and the swollen pickle in the smalls box. I don't know why you'd have the big one if you could just have the small one. They do exactly the same thing. And then the Atreides which we spoke about, I think, just before Christmas, which is their yes. fuzz phaser synth. And then the Way Huge STO, which is the first time I've seen it. I don't even know what this pedal is. What is it? What is it? STO. The Way Huge Smalls STO to do a smooth, silky overdrive uh that sounds like the purr of a freshly tuned up muscle car um that really tells me exactly what it sounds like um, it's got kind of that uh it's got a, a similar look to the the angry driver that yes sort of thing, that white the white and reds yes yeah it's, i have no um, idea I if those colors have really any impact know. on it tonally i don't really know what this is based on um no, doesn't really doesn't really say. Um but also looking I'm just I'm just trying to double check. I definitely haven't missed something because they I'm sure they made more pedals 
than that at some point, but it doesn't actually look like it according to yeah, their They made a website. bunch of other stuff. Like I was just flicking through images and it's it yeah, it, you know, yeah, they had uh they they had a bunch of other stuff, things like did you mention like the chalky box or the penny saver royale yeah i think all of those have all all gone i think they must have all been sort of limited i know the penny saver royale was the the joe bonamassa one which was the chorus and the overdrive in one box and they called it the penny saver because the map pricing of both of those pedals together was like a penny or a dollar more than the penny saver royale he was just like i've just put them in both in one box (laughs) which i thought was a genius way to name it and just go look if you want them in one box you can buy them and you can save a penny like okay that's fair i mean i mean very good very good but yeah Mm. i I, i'm i've been very impressed with the pork loin i i I should spend some more time on some of this way huge stuff i think having got it i think i will try and find a a fat sandwich and maybe a green rhino as well because they uh they you know they they look really really good um so we'll see we'll see how my how the rest of my my search for for new drive pedals go so what's on your pedal board at the moment then mr Uh, granton well it's see i don't have a massive pedal board not my functional not my actual board that i that i use for gigging because of course you know it's it's obviously it's a baseboard so I I'm still using the Boss MS3. Yeah, I was thinking about this. I was thinking about this the the other day. I was like, oh yeah, maybe it's time, you know, to change. Because I tried Helix and I just I couldn't find for me. It's fantastic. It's a wonderful tool. It does some amazing things. Just couldn't find my sounds in there. Mm. And, and maybe that's just because I'm so used to the MS3. Of course, there's the um, there's the the GT and the GT Core, which are you know. Fan, fantastic units as well but i almost found myself again sort of coming back to the fact that well i'm not unhappy with the sounds of the ms3 and the this is just little things but the gt core the pedals are slightly closer together mm-hmm. and obviously there are less switches so in live application that's not a that's not a plus that's a that's a negative for me next to the ms3 the ms3 easy to use has has more switches and so then there's like the gx you've got the gx thing with all the touch controls and everything like that and i just found myself going back to the fact i'm not unhappy with anything the ms3 does you know maybe i'd like to be able to blend in some pedals rather than having to run everything you know through in a line but it's that's still achievable by using you know an, mm-hmm. an ls2 or something alongside it so for the moment yeah the ms3 is still my absolute bread and butter and the ms3 actually deals with a lot of my core sounds i use the octava off of the ms3 just because mm-hmm. i can't i can't fit a separate oct i've got to be very careful on my pedal board because because it's a small board i could just mm-hmm. get a bigger board but the ms3 tends to do a lot of those things so i use my vibrato my ring mod and my octave all comes off of the ms3 and until i got the pork loin so did my drive my main bass drive i was using the 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 bass drive on the ms3 and it sounds great and the thing is i keep buying drive pedals a being them to the digital built-in drive and i'm fussy with drive it's not like i'm looking for a low quality sound i kept going back to the ms3 one so but the the pork loin is is fantastic wonderful gorgeous rich very dynamic 
much better and I'd much rather have those things on rotary controls rather than having to sort of menu hop to get to them. Yeah. But so uh so I guess yeah, so MS3 um the the pork loin is on there. I I've gone back to the Boss BC1X multiband compressor. Right. Just because it's it's, that's a great <clears throat> compressor, and it's it's not just a compressor. I feel like it's uh, it's almost a a clean boost as well. It makes everything richer and more dynamic and a bit more trebly. I do like that as well. It means I don't have to also have something like a, an MXR microamp on my board. Mm-hmm. It kind of does that all in one. Guitar nerds are teaming up with Music Nomad, and I, I really think, nerds, you need to check out musicnomadcare.com. We've spoken about all their wonderful guitar maintenance products on the podcast, and, and I really can't emphasize how important it is to look after your gear and how easy Music Nomad make that for you with things like their, their how-to advice center and their setup hub. Music Nomad have been around for a little over 10 years, and in that time, they've become one of the most recognized brands for guitar tech gear. They're available worldwide in every guitar store you can think to name, and it's for a good reason. All their products are professional-grade quality. Every tool, and even the cases the tools come in, are designed for proper, rugged, on-the-road use. Make sure you check out what all the buzz is around Music Nomad, as they are redefining and raising the bar for equipment care. Learn more at musicnomadcare.com, or follow them on social media with at musicnomadcare. Yeah, it's definitely um, because it's like digital and the way that the processing works inside, it definitely does something pretty cool to your signal. I mean, I always thought the CP1X was a great kind of leave on all the time. It was sort of like a great polisher, if if you will, sort of kind of had that in your signal chain and it sort of did a bit of everything and, yeah. and, and you know, didn't have to have some extreme effects. Yeah. But it certainly just kind of made a, a nice difference um, to your to your overall tone. I thought. Yeah, yeah, exactly, absolutely. And then, uh, and then, I guess what, what else do I have? I have a like a Sansamp Bass VT Sansamp right at the end of the chain because I moved to Class D head, so I need something to you know make it sound like a valve amp at the end. And the only other thing on there at the moment is an MXR Phase ninety. And the second someone makes a better phaser than that, I'll, I'll have that on my board. Because I'd love to have something cool on Boutique. And every time I get a phaser, I end up going back to the basic MXR Phase 90 because it sounds better than everything. Yeah. <laughs> I must I must admit, I mean, I keep going back. I mean, I have the uh, the Phase 95, which is the, yeah. which is the mini one that has... Um, that has the the phase forty five mode and then the script mode and the non script mode and it's just great. I just honestly, I'm just like, yeah. I just, you know, I know mini pedals and I'm always a bit funny with mini pedals, but <laughs> I, it just does sound really good. That classic. I always find the MXR phase sound. It's got that. It's really like thick and it's got this kind of. It sits in the mix really well and it, and rather than being like an overwhelming effect, it's just a great thing to have. And then yeah. I find, like, I always found, like, the boss phase is really good, but they're the polar opposite. They're quite bright. They're quite resonant. They feel more vocal. They feel like a, yeah. a, like a bigger effect uh, in some ways. Um, but the phase 95, I don't think you can fault it. And they're just not a lot of money. Not a lot yeah. of money at yeah. all. That's it. That's it. They are super affordable. The only the only thing I actually want to find some room on my pedal board for is the new the KMA Queequeg Two, 
which is their new um, octave pedal. Right. Which is very good. It's an analog octave pedal. So my Boss OC2 is not working so well at the moment. It's doing. Some, there's some weird artifacts there. I don't. I, I have no idea how about how to go about getting a, a pedal serviced. I guess I need to reach out to one of my one of our effects pedal manufacturing friends, see if I can get that sorted. But interesting. Um, it, it, I- I was going to say, just quickly, one thing, and I don't know if I've ever told you this, um, but do you run it on 12 volts or do you run it on 9 volts? Uh, 9. Because the old ones, especially the one, if it's the one that you bought from me, they actually run on, they can run on 9 volts, but actually they, all of those pedals from that period, uh, the sticker on the back, would have said, or if it's still there, will say Boss ACA adapter. And the ACA came before the PSA. It was actually 12 volts. Now, what it does what? is inside the pedal, it actually down steps it down to 9 volts. But actually, it, it requires more power. It actually works better at 12 volts. Um, so definitely, if you can dig out a power supply or you've got a power brick... Uh, well, I've got one of those that I use the chocks uh, power supplies, and they they'll do that. They'll do everything. Yeah, so I try power it on the old twelve volts. Not you know, still talk about the KMA, obviously. But I, I just suddenly <laughs> thought I was like, Joe, I don't think I've ever told you that actually you should probably I run that at twelve volts. <laughs> don't doubt all these years. <laughs> I know, all I know, years. and that's the thing. Same as like old DS ones, SD ones. Loads of those pedals are actually 12, 12 volts, not nine volts and they work wow. on nine volts but the led is not as bright and and definitely the the pat the circuit is like slightly undercooked if you see what i yeah. mean because it's stepping That's... down 12 to to nine so it'll be stepping down like nine to six or whatever yeah probably That's not what it feels like it feels like that. it's really undercooking the effect mm. basically yeah so but anyway kma talk to me mm. well yeah well this uh, this so obviously analog octave i'm very into that sort of sound on bass you know that um where it doesn't work with chords you know that sort of lovely yeah. messy sloppy not very articulate and you can make those sounds really really synthy and the queequeg 2 is the first thing the first octave pedal I, i've heard you know, it's certainly of late recently that I can bring to mind that really gave that Boss OC2 sound a run for its money and really gave me something that I was like, oh, yeah, this is this is fantastic. And I loved that they'd reinvented how you control. Or just made it a bit different. They'd just gone for that big mix knob bang in the middle. And mm. so you're just blending in, you know, your clean signal with the octave, which is perfect. That's great. That's a wonderful way to actually do it rather than you end up sort of having to volume balance a little bit with the OC2 because everything's got its own volume control, you know, <clears> sort of level control. You end up having things dip out or overpower. You have to really find it. Whereas this, great, the idea of just a mix knob, perfect. And then you just have a little switch that switches between two octaves down, two and one octave down or one octave down. So depending on on what you're controlling, which is great, the LED actually changes color depending on which one of those you've selected, which I think is is pretty smart as well. But uh, it was just lovely and sloppy and synthy, and you could like, especially on a bass, you could really dime it and get like this really lazy synth sound, which was great. Or you know, you could have it on just a touch. I mean, like having it on like two or three, and it just thickens up everything underneath your tone. 
It's, it's very, very good. I was uh, extremely impressed with it. And Top Mounted Jack's Mat, which on my small pedal board uh, is, is definitely yeah. something I need. Yeah, I, I wouldn't agree that they need to be on every pedal, but some people do really like them. But I, I think this is gr- I think this is great. I'm 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 really into this as a design. I, I think you know I love my OC2. It's one pedal that goes with me on every big pedal board, and one of the one of the great sounds is that sub two all the way up, dry yeah. all the way off, and you just kind of get that real like square wave almost meatbox, kind of DoD meatbox sound. Yeah. Yeah, you kind of get that square pusher kind of like real dancey yeah. sub. And then, yeah, as soon as you put drive on it and stuff, it's just crazy. Um, and I, I, I love it. So anything that's kind of taking that sort of idea um, and kind of doing their own thing with it, I think that's I think that's well, really cool. Do you know, I, I really liked it because so often when people release octave pedals um, today, they're all singing, all dancing, because that is kind of, that's what pedals are doing a lot of the time. People are trying to add add stuff make it do more make it more controllable more fancy funny things i really like that the quick quick two is just a dead simple analog octave like mm. it's not on the money all the time you know if you if you hit two notes it's gonna it's gonna not know what to do you know and i, I really like that that's that's kind of a, a proper good old school octave sound so, yeah i yeah. think um yeah, I think that's like part of the fun of it. I think, you know, that's why for me, and I've had a few of them, I never use the POG a lot because the POG tracks really well, it sounds really good, you know, it has a, but it's just not what I want. I think when I want mm. that kind of octave, what it's I want precise. is something. Yeah, it's, in some it's ways. It's too much I, like another guitar playing with you. Yeah, and I think it works really well for you know, some of the kind of riffs, you know, Jack White, especially White Stripes kind of thing, sort of really nailed that sound, works really well for kind of that that royal blood thing. Um, yeah. You know, so it definitely has it has its place, but I prefer, the same to you, that kind of OC2 slightly um, sort of broken and, and wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, sort of uh, design, I think. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I uh, I did I did a little video actually on, uh, on I've been doing a bunch of dear listener and I've 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 probably plugged these a little bit too much over the last few weeks but if you head over to the Guitar Nerds Instagram I've um, I, I did a little Quickweg two video demonstrating the uh, all, all, how it sounds on a bass actually just because I, I think it sounds absolutely fantastic so do check that out another thing that I want to talk about that I did a little reel for today Matt that I saw that you you saw I. Uh, um, I got I got sent. So Templo Devices are this absolutely wonderful company who we started talking to. Um, I don't know, like a few years ago, because they do this uh, this incredible. They they do their they did their like Nomad, which was uh, was it was it no, no sorry it was the Rambler, um, which was a a rechargeable lithium battery powered thirty watt. Um, guitar amp and they just look fantastic they're sort of like gorgeous old school mesh lovely um things like uh, like ox blood colored um uh grill cloth and tolex they were just very very cool looking amplifiers we started talking to them back then and they released recently 
their pedal the splice which you know keeping up with this this idea of of i guess the battery amps are a, a kind of aimed at a busking thing the splice is also aimed at that so it's an effects pedal that you can run your guitar through obviously but you can also run a microphone it also has an xlr in and then you have a balance you can control the mic level you've got the guitar level so you can blend both of those up it has a three band eq and a separate foot switch that allows you to boost the signal which is very handy so i think kind of maybe like certainly in in the videos a lot of the ideas of using this is this is really ha handy if uh if maybe you use a little bit of reverb or something like that, you know, on your board and you want to run your vocals through that, it's very handy being able to have vocals and maybe a single guitar going through one pedal board at the same time if it's just sort of simple transparent stuff. I think that's 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 kind of the idea. And to be able to sing and play through a single input, essentially, which is, mm. of course, what you'd be doing for busking. Um, it's, yeah. it's very... It's very handy for that, but I, I definitely I wanted to. Um, they also say you know is 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 a clean MOSFET boost pedal for your guitar as well. So if you just want to use it like that, it's a very good boost pedal. Yeah, I actually, you know, I think there's a few things. There's not that many things. I think the only other pedal that I can remember that maybe did something similar, and it wasn't really the same thing, was the Keymaster from Pigtronics, which was like a pedal board parallel loop with a mic in and stuff like that but i like the fact that this is like a pedal board you effectively yeah you could run this at the start of your pedal board have a mic in your guitar goes in the front end then it's a boost for the rest of your pedal board but then you can also run the mic through some of your pedals as well yeah. certainly yeah i think from a busking point of view being able to just plug both in mono out into the front of an amp that's obviously what one of the things they're going for but I definitely think you could get pretty creative with a. Um, I think you could get pretty creative with a pedal board and stuff like that as well, and running it into, you know, delays and reverbs. Certainly in the studio, if you kind of just want to be able to quickly have everything output mono through a little jack, and then you you know run it through some delays or reverbs. I think it's a yeah. really nice, neat little idea. Well, that's that's exactly what I used it for. Um to today actually when i made i made a little reel i ran ran the splice into the the new chase bliss habit which we haven't talked about on this podcast we are we're holding off because we're gonna have um we're gonna have joel uh on an episode in in a few weeks so we're gonna go into depth about the chase bliss habit then but i ran uh i had plugged a mic in to the splice and ran that out into the habit um and i was gonna i i I was looking for my, um, I can't remember the name of it, my harmonica mic, the green, whatever you call it. The, oh, the, 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 the short, the, the short bullet. type one. The, yeah. yeah, the, whatever that's called. I've got, I, can't, I, can't, I just couldn't find it anywhere. And I was like, ah, it's, it's difficult to, oh, you can use any mic with a harmonica, but I really wanted that one. So I, I was like, well, maybe I'll find something else to, to run a, a, a mic through. And on my partner, Emma's shelf, she had like a, I really don't know what this instrument's called. You thought it was something else, right? It's a, it's a singing bowl with like, with notes essentially. Yeah, is it, it is it like a mini, like a handpan, but yeah. mini? I, yeah, I should. I, I have no idea what this instrument is, but she's just 
her mum bought it for her a couple of years ago. And it sits on a shelf. I mean, it makes cool sounds, but I was like, oh, perfect. It's like a twinkly sort of xylophone-esque singing bowl thing. That would be great. So I popped the mic up from the splice next to the, the bowl, ran it into the habit. And what, like, I had a lot of fun making making that real video because because uh, the habit obviously does some crazy stuff but that's mm. kind of an application for the splice that i think is wicked like weird studio sounds you know what what can you mic up you know anything there's just yeah if you've got interesting pedals there you can start using guitar pedals for so much more than just you know manipulating guitar tone yeah i think um you know we were talking about having things i think maybe last week or the week before we were talking about having things in a studio set up and ready to go and easy um and i think that's why it's good to have you know like a pedal board that's just got a power supply and a bunch of power cables and some jack cables ready to go so if you've got a bunch of pedals you can just sort of plug a few things in and sort of mess around and that's what i've been doing with a boss bcb 90 just sort of left the power supply plugged in i've got a bunch of cables and then like yeah digging out some stuff from the box and kind of going oh i'll plug this into this and you know it's a good way to kind of create some new sounds and that's what i think this splice is really good for you like you say it's just cool to kind of go oh yeah i'm gonna like run that through a microphone and you know, everyone likes saying, hey, and then running that through about three million delays <laughs> and a reverb. I'm being like, oh, man, yeah. this is great. I could do this for hours. Um, but, yeah, I think I, I think really cool little addition to a, a pedal board. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Loads of fun, like not just for buskers. I think, you know, I think just a, just a cool, interesting pedal that also doubles up as a as a boost. I'm well in. And, and Templo devices are a great brand, dear listener. Do check them out, like the... The amps are extremely cool. The splice itself is is very cool, indeed. Um, mm. But yes, uh, what else was I going to? I was I was about to talk about something else. I was going to segue in, and I, I've completely sort of lost my track there. Um, well, I, I tell you what. The, the, the before I move on, the other thing I was going to mention briefly, just to reiterate on the on the podcast, we've been talking about Moog Gravit. Asked me this on the Guitar Nerds group on Facebook um, yesterday, in fact. Of course, Guitar Nerds and Euro DSP have teamed up to do this 30% off discount code. Discount code is Guitar Nerds, so you get 30% off of any of their plugins. Moog came to use it yesterday and it didn't work. And the reason it doesn't work is because Neuro DSP are having a birthday sale at the moment, so you get 50% off. Um, so they've disabled <laughs> <laughs> they've disabled all their other uh, all their other discounts. So um, so yeah, so dear listener, now is the time. Now is the time to take advantage of uh, of the Neural DSP sale with fifty percent off of any of their plugins, except for I think their new ones. So the brand new one, their Tone King, I think is excluded, but all the mm. other bits and bobs are involved, and they are just fantastic. You know, I was, I was out for a, a beer with a a, a a fella who's like a a long time Helix user. And he was saying that he 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 had Helix. He used Helix Native for all his recording, and he's mm-hmm. shifted over now to just using Neural DSP plugins. And he just uses the Soldano plugin for for everything now. They they are very wow. very good for you know all in one solutions. At, at least they've realised that um, they had to cancel all the other uh, codes. 
and couldn't stack <laughs> codes. Unlike <laughs> unlike my local uh, my local um, Indian takeaway that didn't realise that at one point a couple oh, months no. ago and sent out some codes, but already gave codes out online. Um, and I think it was like. I think we ended up getting something like 40% off because we managed to stack about three goats. Um, Thankfully, they are the number one rated restaurant in London on TripAdvisor, which is crazy considering there are 27,000 restaurants in London. Um, They must be really good. Are they good? They are very, very good. You know how difficult it is to find a good uh, takeaway. Very good. But yeah... At least, at least they noticed that um, they were running a slightly better deal, and then like we better make sure that no one like. Well, I think also good that they made sure that no one put anything through at thirty percent when they could have got fifty percent. Yes, um, exactly. But uh, yeah, very cool. I think yeah, now's definitely if you're considering. We haven't tried it. Now is definitely the time to go away and um, do it. I mean, I, I was watching a video with um, Tim Henson from. Polyphia? Is that the band? Polyphia? Um, I, I think no. I think he does uh, something with uh, with um, Muppets, doesn't he? <laughs> yes, he has got a very very similar name. Um, and yeah, he. I was watching him demo his plugin, and obviously he's got that kind of very modern. Hollow's not the right word, but you know, it's kind of a guitar that doesn't sound like a beefy guitar plugged into a Marshall, if you know what I mean. Yeah. It's like um, ultra scooped. Yeah, but he's got that crazy... Um, he's got that crazy multi-voice um, setting uh, or, like, part of his plug-in, like one of the effects. And, um, and I watched him demo it, and I was like, I get it now, and it sounds crazy. Like, the way he uses it, it's almost like a vocoder. And I'm like, yeah, this thing sounds great. Um, so, yeah, check if you haven't checked it out and you're interested in trying one that's maybe a bit cleaner or maybe, like us, love some uh, some weird effects, definitely the Tim Henson um, plug-in would, would really be worth a go. Um, the multi-voice... look fantastic as well. I, I know it's a weird yes. thing to say about a plug-in, but they do look very good. The graphic yeah. designer they've got on board for those amps is very good. Indeed, indeed. Um, so, yes, yeah, it's out. definitely one worth trying out. And obviously they've got a, the, the new Tone King one, which I think, did you say, isn't included in the deal? I don't think it's Major. included, no. I think the brand new things they've excluded... Um, don't, you know, mm-hmm. don't take it as gospel, but uh, you know that's certainly. I know that it's excluded from the guitar nerds thirty percent. I know that one's not included in our mm-hmm. one, so I assume it's not included in their birthday one. But definitely worth checking out. And dear listener, you know it's fourteen days free with no credit card required on any of their amps. So well, just try some out. You know, just commit them to a recording. <laughs> you know, for free. It's you know it's, that's what they're there for. It's, uh, it's very very good. Um, but uh, Matt, you know, you, you mentioning that Indian takeaway. That was that was one of the things I was um, I was most worried about when I moved out to uh, to Angering to the village, dear listener that I, <laughs> that I live in now. I was like, oh, I'm not going to have any good Indian takeaways, which is a real in- important sort of backbone of my weekly diet. Because <laughs> Brian, you're spoiled. <laughs> yeah, you are spoiled for choice. For choice. Um, and I was I was really worried. So, it, the 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 village square, 
um, in the middle of Angering. It consists. It has a barbers, very good barbers, one pub, um, a tea room, a fish and chip shop, um, a coffee place, and an Indian takeout. Oh, and a butcher's, I think, as well. But you know, so it's it's <laughs> you're it never going which you're never going to use. <laughs> no, 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 I'm never going to use. Um, but you know, so it's just this tiny little Indian takeaway, and. and I was I was hoping it was going to be good and oh, it's absolutely fantastic. Also, you know, because I don't expect places to list, you know, vegan curries, so I know which ones should be vegan, but you still have to check. Sometimes they use ghee in places that, you know, others wouldn't, so mm-hmm. you, you still have to make sure every time. And they 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 do a whole bunch of vegan stuff. They're absolutely fantastic. Amazing amazing Indian curry place. Every time I order over the phone, I would say it's almost 50-50. They will mishear me say vegan, whatever the curry is I'm ordering, and they will hear chicken. uh, (laughs) Yeah, I've I've been with you when that has happened. (laughs) Yeah, I think down, you know, down down phone lines in a busy Indian takeout, that's an easy thing to mishear. They're always lovely about it, but, you know, it's it's happened... and not too many times, too many times have I got home, unpacked the curries and been like, yep, it's a big old lump of chicken. But, <laughs> oh, what do you do, though? Do you do you return it, it normally? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're really good. They're really good. They're always like, yeah, no worries. But of course, you've got to return one curry. It's like, well, the you know, if, if one of them is done wrong, the other one's done right, then the, what? The other one's going to be cold. You know, what's your rice going to mm. be up to in the time I've gone back and got, oh, Palava, palava, Matt. Oh, Joe. Oh. There we go. There we go. Anyway, anyway, we we are we are coming up to the end of this week's podcast, dear listener. Matt and I are going to go over onto the Patreon, and you can join us there, dear listener. Join us over on Patreon. We're going to talk about. I found a a base on eBay that I'm going to be bidding on, so we're going to be talking about that amongst other things. But you can you can join us over there for as little as a dollar a month. If you join at the dollar tier, um, then you get this episode ad free and early. And I know there are a lot of ads at, at the moment. <laughs> on the I think we've got like five ads running on the podcast at the moment. So that, that's that's quite a few. That's like one every 10, 15 minutes. If you don't want to hear those ads, pay a dollar and come over onto the Patreon for that. If you pay $5 a month, then you get our entire back catalogue of Patreon special episodes, as well as a whole bunch of miniseries. It's been a long time since we've done a miniseries. We're going to have to remedy that. Certainly Matt and I are going to be doing some some interview episodes coming up soon, so that's, that's going to be fun. And at the $10 tier, you get all of that, plus I sing you my thanks at the end of every episode. So... Uh, so yes, you know that's 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 wonderful. Anyway, um, come over, head over to to patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds. Join us for this next Patreon episode. Uh, check us out on all your favourite social media platforms. Join the Guitar Nerds group on Facebook to get involved in our weekly episode discussion. Thanks for listening. You've been lovely. We've been the Guitar Nerds. Farewell. Goodbye.
Paul Six, Ollie Simpson, Eric Vaughn, John Conaway, Paul Drew, Russell Healy, you get the guitarist, Ty Allen, Carl Harris, Joe Hoppert, Sean Hughes, Brian Hanson, Eric Kemmer, Jimmy Wax, Steve Malloy, Brian Isaac, Gavin Magdalene, and Mark Kizow, Kanoaki, Stuart Rupton, Christian Lund, Hanson, Chief Adams, Eric Farr, Peter Pitts, John Patrick, and Cutmore, Andy Bandy, Sammy Melba, Jan Sayers, Joe Puffing, Rick Wyland, Dave Green, Russell Woods, John Angman, Aaron Shannon, James Dorr, Ryan McDonough, Jane Gray, Derek Wynn, Scott Kennedy, Steve Bartholay, Matthews, Guttamalusi, Stephen Barkel, Robin Smith, Guy Toby, and Amanda, J.D. Short, Andy McKenzie, Grant Pitt, Paul Corrigan, Ron Gardner, Scott O'Brien, ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.